The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's going on across the seas? It ain't nothing. I ain't. Yeah, we back here today, baby. <laughs> That's a loud look at the Tostado Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. It's weird that in some parts of the DFW, it's spring break. Yeah. And yeah. nobody's yeah. outside. That's true. When it's not spring break, you see an abundance of kids and adults yeah. and humans just running around there. Uh, whatever it's a uh, it's it's a beautiful day outside though. You uh, on spring break? I am on spring break. Nice. It's a beautiful day. High of sixty degrees currently somewhere in the fifties. It's a beautiful day outside. Just a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful day outside. We are here, a live Tuesday show, Tuesday edition of Hanging with the Boys. We are short one of our boys in studio, but he'll call in in the second segment. But we are here. I am here, Kurt's here, yes. Chris here, Audio Jazz here, and together we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel, feel us when we, we speak. speak. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And we are starting to feel the Cowboys signing some people this yeah, free yeah, agency. Yeah. Uh, today it was reported that the Cowboys have re-signed strong safety Donovan Wilson to a three-year, was it $23 million? $24 million uh, deal, bringing back the three-headed monster at that safety position, J. Ron Kirst, Malik Hooker, and yeah. Donovan Wilson. He, To me, Donovan Wilson is the, um, the enforcer. I would say on yeah. the back end, like he yeah. he brings that level of physicality, that level of if you come across this middle tiptoeing around, I'm a I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a lay a little bit of little something something yeah. to you, yeah. and uh, you know he's great off the edge, blitzing quarterbacks. He's one of those guys when he gets there, you usually come like you usually go down. Yeah, like he's yeah. not missing too many tackles. Yeah, he's not you know star you would say on this defense, but I think it was that's a key signing. Yes, especially with you know Malik Hooker, Hooker and Jaron Curse. I think this is they're on, they've only got one more year on yes. that contract. So yes. you're going to be thin at that position potentially in a couple of years. So getting him, getting Wilson nailed down for three, that's that's a good move. Yeah, and it's a start. I know Cowboy fans across the across the globe are saying, "What are we doing? For agency has started. <laughs> when are you going to get into the?" Yes. And and the Cowboys have been very vocal for a number of years, and and you can make it a joke, whatever you want, but they always kind of say, um, "We we like our guys." We like yeah. our guys. Yeah. Um, we want to sign our guys. And and if I'm if I'm gonna be um, fair across the board, there is something to signing your own people. There, there's a level of knowledge and comfortability with knowing the guy that you're signing. Because anytime you bring in a free agent, anytime you bring in a draft pick, there's this ga- it's a gamble. It, it yeah. is a gamble, um, especially with draft picks. There there is this 50-50 chance that this player. What he was in college, he may not be in the pros. And what this guy was in that scheme on another team may not necessarily fit 
in your scheme on this team. But, yeah. but so sometimes re-signing some of your own gives you that level of comfortability to go, all right, I know what Donovan Wilson is. I know where he, where's his strengths. Where's his strengths? I know where's his weaknesses. I know how we want to use him. I know how he folds well into this mix of what we're going to do defensively with Dan Quinn. Um, on the other hand, the Cowboys um, lose two other players. And maybe they aren't groundbreaking, significant yeah. players. I think Gifford's contract was so cheap, the Cowboys could have had him if they right. wanted him. So. Um, the Cowboys lose Conor McGovern. He signs with the Buffalo. Buffalo Bills. And Luke Gifford signs with? Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And I think, you know, the McGovern signing to me, it's not one of those deals where it's like, oh, my God, we lost Tyler right. Smith. Where it comes to play is in the depth issue. Right. Right? Yeah, I agree. Totally. We get yeah. to that point in the season where someone gets hurt, a guy too gets hurt. Yeah. Now you're scrambling to find guys to put in there. And offensive line is one of the positions. And we'll have our brother Nate Newton uh, on later on. And you know he's all about the offensive line. But that offensive line, specifically with the Dallas Cowboys, has been in, in recent years one of those kind of – position that's been kind of in flux, right? Yeah. You have some good you, – you got Zach Martin, a staple, right? You got Tyler Smith is coming on, and you got guys McCom you know, McGovern, you had Connor Williams, you had Biotis, you had other guys in there. But when one guy goes down, now you start trading pieces. Mm -hmm. You know, you start, as my grandma say, Rob Peter to pay Paul to make things work. And every time you lose an offensive lineman, that, that, that eliminates depth, yeah. right? Despite how much you may have feel, felt about that, that guy – if he goes away, you now either have to have the backup guy step up or you have to bring in a new guy, again, draft or free agency, that, again, gives you that 50-50 kind of shakeup in, in what it's going to be. And the same thing with Luke Gifford. Special teams doesn't become a, 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 an importance or a, um, a key point until it becomes yeah, important yeah. and a key point. Yeah, and he was your leading special teams tackle. Yeah. Tackler. Um, but, you know, McGovern – I think they would have liked to have had him back for that depth reason, but they just, I assume, Buffalo, I can't remember what it was, three years, 23 million or something. They, they got out of their price range on that one. So you can look, look elsewhere. And now the one guy the Cowboys are trying to sign next is veteran linebacker Leighton yep. Vanderish. Yes. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I didn't I, want to make I wasn't. Sure I wasn't going to the other guy. All right, I, just want to make I sure. wasn't going to the other guy. I, I you, Look, you're sitting. Hey, you look, know. Chris is sitting back there, like, bro. bro you no, you can't. Me. I know. I know. I, I, I got you. I get the call. Listen, we got the emails. We got the calls. We got the texts. I'm good. I got you, baby. Yeah. I got I you. Get a call. <laughs> Chris, I can see Chris back there, like, like waiting by the night, like oh, he's gonna oh, say it. He's gonna say it. No. Leighton Vanderas. L-V-E. 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 Who-sa. You can woo-sa now. Woo-sa. <laughs> you can woo-sa uh. But um, Jane Slater reported this morning that the Cowboys are in talks, in works, with trying to sign yeah. L-V-E. But some other people have entered yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Is this one of those signings where you're saying, man, I would, I would like to have him back at the right price, or if he goes, he goes? I think it's the, with the first. The, you'd like to have him back for the right price. And it's tricky. I, you know, he's Leighton's kind of that 
that glue in the middle, so to speak, mm-hmm. I guess, with some of those guys. And, and so I think he's a, he's a really a needed asset for the team, but they've just got to spend that money elsewhere. They've got, they, they can't blow all their stack of bills on, on Leighton, unfortunately. But I'm glad to hear at least they're, they're talking in a way James sound like they're, they're at least close. I, I, I got the feeling last year they weren't even anywhere near each other. So hopefully it works out. Did this season, you know, with the Cowboys um, looking at Leighton Van Der Esch, kind of he played this year out kind of like on a – like really on a one-year deal, right? Right, It's like, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. all right, let's 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 see what you got, um, the neck injuries and so on and so forth. Was this one of those years where he did enough for your football team in the sense of stability, continuity, consistency uh, at that position? Because – Let's be honest. Like, Micah Parsons isn't going back to linebacker, right? Like, yeah. like, that, like those days of no. Micah Parsons being a linebacker are, are done. Yeah. And if you're going to move forward with your young guys in, um, uh, shoot, I just drew a blank. And the LSU kid, um, oh, Jabril Cox, Jabril or, Cox, uh, and um, the other one, um, Clark, Demon Clark. 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 Yeah. If you're going to move on with those guys who are still the De- Demon Clark, um. Is still unproven. Yeah. And um, Jabril Cox is still unproven. Damone has a little bit more experience because he played a lot more this yeah. year than yeah. Jabril they did. They seem higher He showed Clark. you something last right. year. But still, it's that, it's that jump, right? It's like, I, I know what I have with Leighton. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to, to, to institute these two young players into the mix, if one falls flat in their face or depth reasons again, I mean, you yeah. don't have you don't have uh, uh, a Luke Gifford. Yeah. That's a tough position. You're going to get banged up. So I think it's imperative almost to bring a guy like Leighton Vanderish back. But I get it. I get it. The price has to be right yeah. for a guy like that, and he's probably somewhere around the six, seven million dollars. I think Jane was saying seven. That so, sounds about right. Yeah. Six, seven, eight million dollar range where he can. That seems like a good deal for him, though. I think now if this mystery team that she said had popped in, you know, he 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 came close to 100 tackles last year. I mean, he had a good season for mm-hmm. sure. So uh, whereas the year before he had been kind of banged up again, and there were still question marks. So I think he kind of proved himself. He's earned this this contract. So yeah, you don't know. Some other team may pop in and say. We're Sometimes give him ten or whatever. As a former player, I, I, I watch these contracts come up, and you know, we we play with money so much in in in, in professional sports, yeah. right? Like we just, oh, it's it's just seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like like yeah. like, I'm, I can tell you as a person who sat in some of those seats looking for a deal to get done sometimes, <laughs> and. Like, that's life-changing money. Oh, yeah. Like, this thing about, oh, yeah, yeah well, it's just $7 million. And you see somebody like, oh, he signed a, a deal two years, mm-hmm. $14 million. I'm yeah. like, you don't understand. Like, you just went from being a guy who was a thousandaire to a guy who's now <laughs> a multi-millionaire. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and it's just, we just casually say it. And I, and I sit there and I look and I'm like, man, I remember sitting there at times and, you know, I used to look at deals like Sam Hurts. Like Sam Hurts mm-hmm. used to get a deal. He's like, oh, he got a, you know, a second, what was it, second round free agent tender. He was like, you know, tender was like $1.7 million. And I was just yeah. like, 
I'll take that. Yeah. I, I'll take the 1.7 guaranteed was he, deal. Was he like offended by that second tender, or was he? No, it was, it was like guaranteed money. Yeah. It was like you know, it was yeah. like anytime you can guarantee money in this league, yeah. like I, I get it. Like know your worth, know your value, and age, and all that kind of stuff. But I just always laugh that at times we frown upon like, oh, it's just seven million dollars. Yeah. I'm just like, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> Like that, 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 that changes your life yeah. significantly. That, I guess and this maybe leads into another question I had was it, it surprises me sometimes how much players use the salary as, you know, like I'm better than him because I get paid more. Whereas everybody else in the world and even the players themselves are like, no, it's, it's, it's the st- statistics. It's the winning. That's what makes you a better player or not. So why – why don't players like you said? It's Leighton Vander Esch. If he, if he got seven millions, that's I mean seven millions over three years or whatever. He's making. I mean he's a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean he's set. His grandchildren are set. His right. generations. Yet, you know, what if he's offered twelve million by Houston? You know, I don't. I've never understood why players. And I guess you know I'm never going to be in that position, so I don't know. <laughs> but why players don't understand that? You know, and Zeke might be the case now where, like, he could take a significantly less amount of money. He's already got more money than he ever knows what to do with, but he could take significantly less, stay with a good team, you know, be loved here in Dallas, that sort of thing, instead mm-hmm. of starting up somewhere new for, for potentially more. And it, it, to me, it just, I wonder sometimes, what, what is that mindset? Is it agent driven? Is it just purely, I have to be better than this guy in every single, every single facet or? Yeah, money's always a motivator. Yeah, um, it, it just is. I, I had a really good friend of mine. This is basketball terms. I had a really good friend of mine, Marvin Williams. Yeah. Marvin played, I think, 14, 15 years in the league. He was the number two overall pick when he came out. And I remember talking to Marvin like the tail end of his career. And he was like, man, I wanted to retire four years ago. He's like, but they just kept offering me money. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they just kept. He's like, he's like, what do you do when they come to you and say, hey, we're gonna give you two years, thirty million dollars? He's like, wow. I, he goes, I didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. He goes, yeah. but I, I can't, I can't consciously sit there and go, okay, like, what is my role? And yeah. they're like, hey, just be a, you know, be a veteran locker room guy, you know, play twenty minutes a game, and you know, be a good dude, be the dude that you've always been. Right. And he's like. I didn't want to play anymore because I wanted to go be with my family. Yeah, yeah. I want to start, you know, phase two of my career and travel with my wife and my children. And he goes, but they offered me, he goes back to, he goes, I finished the two years. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. And he goes, Hey, you want to come back for 17 million? He's like, Hey, you want to come back for 14 million? He's like, so I played four or five yeah. more years after I didn't want to play because yeah. they just kept throwing money at me. And yeah. I just, okay. Yeah. So I think a lot of times is, but I, see, I see that because maybe, like you said, his only other option was not playing. Where some of these guys, it's like, okay, I can go to this good team for less and be a winner and have good stats because I've got good people around me. Or I can go to this sad team who's going to lose. Who I'll be struggling with a bad offensive line or whatever it is. But I'm going to get paid a lot more. Yeah, that, that matters. Like, cause yeah, I, it, I, it, it obviously does. does, but I'm thinking like, why? You know, I would, I would want to – I say that now, not again. Be, not be, I, honestly, because, you know – Guys, whether they want to admit it or not, right? There are realistic thinkers in locker rooms, and they don't—they may not come out and publicly say, "Hey, this team is not." Guys know where teams are at. Guys look around the league and go, "We're not them." 
Yeah, we're, we're we're not close to that team. We're, we're not, and and they may come in the locker room and say, you know, hey man, the guys in this locker room, they can't come out. Now some will, but mm-hmm. most people aren't going to come out and say like we're not close to winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, right? Right. oh this front office isn't really trying to win. Yada 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 yada. Um, so they'll go other places and go. Yeah, I'm going to go get that money because if I take less and stay here, it's not going to even increase my chances of winning. Yeah. So right. let me go in the last, you know, in these farewell years of my of my career, yeah. go and just stack up bread as much as I possibly can, and then when the well dries up, I start trying to kind of cherry pick where, you know, where you can. Let man. me let me go to let me go to Kansas City for. Yeah. Eight hundred thousand, yeah. you know now because like now I'm, the, the well is dried up. Let me just go somewhere and and kind of almost like Lashawn McCoy, like okay, I'll go here for um, one point two million. Yeah. I'll go here for the for the league minimum, and I'll just kind of like piggyback it and, and and hopefully then get my ring and winning that way. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's, I can't I can't remember who tweeted it, but like it's all these receivers are blowing up Patrick Mahomes' phone, like. Of course. Why not? <laughs> Kansas City, Why yeah. not? Absolutely. All right, and we're going to blow up the phone now of our dude, Nate Newton, on the, on the other side of this break. So we'll get Nate's thoughts and views on what the Cowboys are doing, the loss of an offensive lineman, what should they do in the draft, and just some more things of, of, of the wonderful mind of Nate Newton. Who knows in the world? Where in the world is Carmen Nate Newton? That's what we should say. He's like, where in the world is Carmen? We don't know where Nate's at. We don't know, but he's probably on someone's highway. Yep. Just going to Wyoming for lunch. Yeah. And they'll be back in Texas <laughs> for dinner. We don't know. We'll find out at the end of this break. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Tuesday off-season edition. Kind of this legal tampering free agency is underway. Mm-hmm. That first segment was brought to you by Wingstop, where Flavor gets his wings. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain.com. The 2023 Spring Break Youth Camps are here today. Matter of fact, what's today? Today. 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 Yesterday and today. Last chance to sign up for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys Spring Youth Football Camps. It starts tomorrow. Chicken. 13th and 14th? So we'll sign up today for tomorrow. Oh. It's the last Oh, I, I, the last, last line. Let me, I, let, me get to, let me get to the last line. Let me get to the last line. Well, you're ahead let of me, yourself. Let, let me get to the last line. You, you've you been jumping the gun all day today. <laughs> no, you just sit back there ready. You said it's today. <laughs> no, ready. you sign, sign up, up today. Sign up. Sign up today. Sign up today. Sign up today. Last chance to sign up for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys Spring Break Youth Football and Cheer Camp presented by Invisalign. Use promo code SPRINGBREAK23 for $25 off. Camp this Wednesday. When that's tomorrow. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. March 15th at AT&T mm-hmm. Stadium. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Slow down there, sharpshooter. Uh, no, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like, oh, it was yesterday. No, no, no. You signed up today for to, tomorrow. Yesterday and today. Go see our boy Danny McCray out there. Yes, go see our boy D McCray. He's, he's always putting on great camps. And we have on the line in parts unknown. Yes. We never know. We never know. Nate leaves the show at times, leaves Dallas-Fort Worth at 12 o'clock, texts us at 5 o'clock, and he's he's somewhere. He's somewhere. We don't know where he's at. We don't care where he's at. He's healthy. He's alive. And he's here with us. What's up, Brother Nate? Uh, Man, how y'all doing, man? Great show you and Kurt are doing there, man. And I don't blame that dude. If you offer me 17 mil, I keep coming back, too. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So, of course, you've been paying attention to the news. The Cowboys re-signed Donovan Wilson. They lose um, Frank Grifford. But most importantly, always getting a chance to talk to you when it comes to offensive lineman play. Uh, The Cowboys lose in free agency Connor McGovern. What does that mm-hmm. mean as far as offensive line depth, continuity, uh, consistency with new coaches? And it is all that that comes into play with, with, uh, with offensive linemen play. Is that a big loss? Is it a medium loss? Is it a no loss? What is it? It's a big loss because now you, gotta, now you have to replace him. It ain't no thinking about it. Uh, now you take time. Tyron Smith, he's your left tackle. You take Tyler Smith, he's your left guard. The other guy is unproven. Uh, I can't, I can't think of his name. He's coming off an injury. Steel. You, you, you don't have a swing tackle. Peterson is not a swing tackle. He's not. He shouldn't even be on in the league. Peters. So now you take Tyler, Ty, Tyron Smith, put him at your left tackle. You got your left guard, Tyler, Tyler uh, Smith. Who is your depth? Josh Ball is your swing tackle. Uh, no, nah, that ain't your swing tackle. That this dude don't need to be on the team. So who are, you have no depth that is proven. You've lost, uh, I think, a, a service of a left guard. So who who is your depth? This is a big hit. Now they they probably say, hey, we we was ready for this. Uh, we anticipated this. Uh, we're gonna sign some guys. Okay, you gonna go out and sign another Connor McGovern, or something less? There's no consistency on our offensive line. We need two offensive linemen. We need to either find them in the draft, or we need to find them 
uh, through free agency. You see what Denver did. You see what Sean Payton, your next choice for the Dallas Cowboys, did. <laughs> he went out and got him two offensive linemen. Jesse, you're a guy. You're a guy. Sean Payton went out and got two offensive linemen. Well, I mean, the reality is we all understand the game is won and lost in the trenches offensively and defensively, you know, a lot. You, you, you hit on something that I, I kind of want to dig into a little bit more. You said, all right, now Tyron Smith goes back to being your left tackle and Tyler Smith goes in to be your left guard. Are, are we hustling backwards in that, in that situation? Are, should we just look forward to saying, you know what, Tyler Smith is going to be our left tackle. Yeah. Leave him there. Allow him to continue to grow there. You know, allow him to get offseason and, 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 and training camp reps at left tackle, not this flip-flopping back and forth and just make a, another decision at left, uh, at left guard. Or are the Cowboys thinking about going the way you're talking about, Tyron left tackle, Tyler left guard? Uh they, they, the, the, the rumors are maybe Kurt no more that they are trying to find out how they can shuffle money for Tyler, for Tyron Smith because they want him here. You got to understand, Tyron Steele is your right tackle, and Tyron has to be ready to. Um, excuse me, Steele has Steele has to be ready to play at your right tackle. It ain't no ramping up, amping up. He has to be when the season starts. The way this looks. Steel has to be your right tackle. The all-pro uh, Zach Martin is your right guard, and 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 Biotish is just is your uh, is your center. Those are your f- starting five guys. Those are the only guys that you have. There's no more. There's no more. You got guys that's coming off of injuries, guys that have not been proven. Those are your five guys. There's no more unless you go and get some more. Do you think they need another like starting guard, or you think they're just needing depth at this point? They need starting players. They need starting players. Hmm. It, are we going to go into the season again saying, oh, we don't know who we got? Is we believing that Coach Mike Solari is going to be uh, tough enough and uh, a tactician enough to put these five guys or five or two new guys in place. Uh, who is the backups? I'm, I'm asking that question. Go uh, into your roster and say, who are your, who is your swing tackle? He's not on this, he's not on this roster. Uh, Ball hadn't shown much. In the, they've drafted uh, Waletsko last year who missed the season because of injury, but I guess they're hopeful for him. Inside, they've got Farniok, I guess. And not in, uh, yeah. Sure okay, and, yeah. and 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 right. getting better, and 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 yes, Philadelphia lost Hargrave, but they've shown to know how to go out and get guys. I mean, B level players on one year contracts. You know, we 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 banking on a lot. We banking on other teams not improving. That ain't happening. The our our division got better. Just by Washington keeping who they, uh, Deron Payne, who who on our offensive line interiorly can block Deron Payne, hmm. you know, besides besides Zach Martin, yeah. and that's going to have his hands full when he does have to deal with that beast and the other guy that the other Bama kid. So I mean, we we have to understand one thing: 
we have to get decided decisively better on the inside our offensive line. We have to get decisively better at tight end if we're going to compete within our own uh, division. The NFC East is not soft anymore. The NFC East is back that beast. And people keep thinking that the uh, Philadelphia is just going to fall off. I don't see it. Until it happens, I'm not believing it. Washington State, same, are getting better. They got a different offensive coordinator. So they're going to be better offensively. That's going to rest that defense. What about the other side of the ball? That we've seen some defensive tackles get signed up: Hargrave, Tomlinson, Ridgeway. I mean, are you, are you like to see Cowboys do something a little more there? You know, uh, I listened to the show be- before us, and they said, "What are the three guys that we have to sign?" And we and and, and, and I almost wanted to laugh when they say, "Well, we got to make sure we sign Hankins." We, <laughs> I, I was like, "Wow, really?" <laughs> when Hargrave was out there, when other guys are out there who can help this team win. Uh, Can't you know, afford those I, guys, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. You know, we we if we're going to compete in just only in the NFC East, what defensive player besides uh, – Michael Parsons, Diggs, okay, they signed Wilson back. Who else going to make that dent defensively? You still need a beast in that middle. You still need a beast in that middle to get going. You still need somebody. You know, is Leighton going to take another step this year towards being that all-pro linebacker we saw as a rookie? Is he going to take that extra step? Uh, it's one of those young guys that Jesse was talking about. Is they going to have that impactful year that say, wow, okay, by us standing pat, we good to go. We still need improvement. And, I mean, we need an impact player to go along with Michael Parsons up front. I don't know who – we need an impact player. We need to uh, make our offensive line solid. This running around talking about a, another wide receiver, you got wide receivers. Just get them healthy, get them on the field, and throw them the ball. Well, you heard it. You heard it here first from the from the horse's mouth. Nathaniel Newton, the Clydesdale. <laughs> now call me, call me Hoggy. That's the Dion. <laughs> I won't do that, man. You, you're slim, you, you slim down from your playing days, so I'm, I'm going to call you a Clydesdale. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. All right, Nate, man, we appreciate you, brother. Continue to be safe on the road. We look forward to your return and being back in studio next week. Yeah, I left last night at 5 o'clock. I mean, yesterday evening at 5 o'clock. Went down to uh, Louisiana and Mississippi, picked up Mark. I got him in the car with me. What up, Mark? I'm in Florida. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you should have had Unc on this whole time. This is my uncle that says you don't put ribs in a crock pot. That's all right. He never had my ribs in a crock pot before. You got to just, you, gotta, you know, don't lock it till you try it, man. All right, brother. Uh, I love y'all. And y'all having a great show, man. Thank y'all very much. Thank you, man. Thanks, Appreciate man. you. All right. When we come back from this break, I brought this up a couple of weeks ago. 
And you and Nate kind of laughed at me. Oh, okay. You, you and All Nate right. kind of laughed at me. And I, I want to bring it up again. All you right. put it in the notes. I want to bring it up again. Will we run into a problem with Micah Parsons and oh. his tweeting? Ooh. Micah has a tweet for every single thing that happens. Yeah. When will this become an issue for him, for the Cowboys, from the front office? Is he quietly saying some things and challenging the people mm. upstairs by the way that he tweets? We'll discuss that on the other side of this break. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Tuesday off-season edition. We got some... I like the breaking news sound. <laughs> nice, The news yeah. breaking news good, sound. Good special effects. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Cowboys lose another player. Yeah, yeah. They lose their, um, like, quote-unquote, their number two <laughs> Tried to be for a yeah, while. Yeah, the Cowboys lose their quote unquote number two receiver, stays in Texas. Yeah. 35 South, yeah. 45 South, 45 South, 45. 45 South, yeah. 45 South. Noah Brown signs a one year deal with the Houston Texans. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes down 45 South to Houston to join up with D'Amico Ryans in that football team. The one thing I know about D'Amico Ryans is his football team is going to be physical. Yeah. And and if you're going to want physical physicality offensively and defensively, then a guy like Noah Brown uh, on your team, who is, a, you know, one of those guys who you know, 
as long as he's playing the proper role, you're yeah. not asking him to be the number two guy. If yeah, he's a good. number four guy, he's a solid number four guy. He's going to block with you. Can I ask you, is that a is that a loss? Is that somebody, or is that is he just a guy, or is that somebody the Cowboys could, if he was a number four and a special teamer, is that a guy the Cowboys needed? I'm not going to say needed, yeah. but now you, there's so much more pressure now on a guy like um, uh, Jalen Tolbert. Yeah. Semi Fahoku. Mm-hmm. Guys like that who the Cowboys kind of been saying, all right, guys, come on. Like, you know, and, and sometimes the elimination of a guy opens up that door for mm-hmm. a guy to get those reps unabated. You know, because when, when you're going through the camp process, sometimes th- those windows and that time is so short. It's like, okay, give him a try, give him a try. All right, move. Noah, go ahead. You know, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. and a guy like Noah Brown, who you know was going to consistently do it, because you want other guys like a Simi, like a Jalen Tober, to kind of take that next step. Right. But when the other guys are kind of, you know, pussyfooting around with it, you're just like, all right, Noah, go ahead. Like, yeah. right, we just don't have time for this. Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't have time to keep getting these guys yeah. going in every single place. And a guy like Noah knows what to do. You, you want to move forward. You yeah. want to, you want to just continue the progression forward. So, um, that that's going to now challenge the another position where you, if if Simi doesn't work out, if Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Jalen Tobert doesn't work out, a lot of question marks receiver. Yeah, you Michael just, Gallup. Michael Gallup. You, you know, you, you continue to you continue to add more and more question marks to your. Uh, uh, to your, to your books. Yeah. Um. But he's 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 headed down to, to Houston, and that goes back to your question that you had in the first segment. You know, well, it's a one year deal. I mean, they're not like giving him one year fifty million dollars. No. So it, it's like, do you take the chance of being here, for one million dollars, where you know yeah. you're probably going to have a little bit more success overall with right. the Cowboys, or do you say, you know what, a fresh start is better for me? Going to a place where a coach may not be kind of a sitting duck, you know, D'Amico's going to have at That's least true. three or four years. Yeah. Maybe I can go down here and, and kind of – because when you look at the receiving core in Houston, despite what we say, Noah Brown may feel like he's a number two. <laughs> yeah. Like, Maybe have a better opportunity. He's about, he, he go down there and go, you yeah. know what, I don't have, I'm not playing behind C.D. Lamb. I'm not playing behind guys who get big money – um, they have some receivers in Houston that they might be getting rid of one of those guys in Houston. So it's yeah. like the door is open for me to come in there and show and prove. Mm-hmm. Because I will say, at times, when, you, when you're with a team for a number of years, you get boxed in. You get boxed into this is what you are to us. Right. And sometimes getting a new look, a new set of eyes on you gives you a chance to go, you know what, they don't see me that way. They may see me at, at a different in a different light. They may see me as a number two. And, they, and again, we may sit here and say, Noah, you're not a number two, dude. Yeah. But Noah's saying, screw you, Kurt. Screw you, Jesse. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. I, I am a number two, and I'm going to go down to Houston, and I'm going to show them that I'm a number two. And hopefully I can go down here and become a number two, and then someone's give me some more money. Yeah, so right. Never know. He he's kind of was what he was here. So, yeah, like you said, fresh start. All right. So – one of the things that we live by, I know I live by, I, I, and I may be addicted to it. Uh, I am addicted to it. I'm not going to say maybe. I am. It, it's a, I have a love-hate relationship with this thing. Trailer uh, parks? 
Well, no, no, no. There's always a love there. Chris from the top. There's always again. a love. I mean, there's no love hate there, baby. It's only I mean, love. There's only love in the trailer so park. There's only there. love. There's no hate in trailer park. As long as my, my back holds up, my back sometimes get weak. But there's only love oh down gosh. out the trailer parks for your boy Jay Holly now. Zaddy's Zaddy's well loved. Bye, you know, Zaddy. I'm in, sorry. In the mobile. Sorry to interrupt. In the, yeah, in my, the, my in, bad, Zaddy. <laughs> in the mobile establishment, your boys love down there. But there is this love hate relationship that I have with this with this bird app, this yeah. Twitter app. Yeah. Uh, I I I want to I I don't want to love it. I don't. Mm. I really 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 I'm don't. Loving it less and less. And I, I I am consistently and constantly getting pulled back into this thing. I, I live here. I breathe here. I don't have any other social media, except okay. Twitter. Yeah. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Instagram. I mean, I have Twitter. I have Instagram. I don't have TikTok. Any, any, nothing else. Yeah. Just this. This burnout. This is it. Huh? This is it. It, it is my <laughs> drug. It is my. It is my. My addiction. And it gives a voice to everyone. True. Some shouldn't have a voice. Some, exactly. some do. Yeah. But the one person for the Cowboys that uses this bird app um, as a significant tool and has a comment about everything, some gotten him in trouble, mm-hmm. some have praised him for it, is one Micah Parsons. Yeah. And if you just sit here and you follow Micah Parsons as the free agency begins to kind of you know dwindle down micah has a comment for every single time a person gets signed of significance and and i brought this up a month month or two ago but is this going to get micah in a situation where he gets himself in trouble for having a comment about every single free agent like he sounds at times like a fan like he wants yeah Mm -hmm. every he wants everybody to sign here right yeah he's he's looking to build a all-star team here a dynasty yeah and I get it as a player saying, "Hey, listen, the more guys, the more good guys, or the caliber of guys of my, like myself I have mm-hmm. around me, the easier my job becomes. Right? The less guys I have yeah. like me or caliber like me, then the harder my job becomes." But is Micah beginning to kind of almost indirectly publicly challenge the front office? You have to think maybe he is, yeah. I mean, the the, the latest tweet that I th- think we're talking about is is when uh, R- the Dolphins traded for Ramsey. Yes. And Micah's tweet was, you know, WTF, never mind. Which, you know, I, I guess you could read that several ways, but one way is why didn't the Cowboys go get Ramsey? And yeah. so I think that, yeah, he is, and, and it's, I don't know. In some ways, you got to say Mike could be quiet, but in other ways, you're like, yeah, maybe the guy, maybe he's got a point here. Mm-hmm. And if the cowboy, if he sees the Cowboys aren't going to do something to help those his team, is he going to be here in two years when he's a free agent? That's the next question I was going <laughs> to have for you. When you see Micah tweet things out like this, and you see teams begin to build their quote unquote super teams, and you're seeing all these moves happen, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, like we talk about this cap situation, but. I don't know how like the cap is is it's it's a real thing, but it's it's also not a real thing. Because you, you can make to find ways. You can yeah. make numbers kind of get into their, you know, Dominique dolls and they can jump and flip and do all the different type of things that you want them to do. It's yeah. all about if you want them to do it. Um we see teams do it all the time, and then it's the thing of, well, you can't go out and sign guys if you paid your quarterback. Well, 
Kansas City finds a way to do it. <laughs> they gave sure. that guy half a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, it's ways to make it happen. And and are we looking at a situation where in two years when it comes time – now, a lot of times in football is different than basketball and baseball and stuff like that. Like, you're really – you're pretty much stuck in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Unless you just kind of just go just, AWOL and say, yeah. I want out. I'm not showing up. I want out. But yeah. there's a franchise tag and there's these deals that can kind of keep you locked in yeah. for a team for yeah. a while. But – Mike is still like a guy, if he decides that I ain't playing here, I ain't playing here. Like, he seems like he's one of those guys that'll, that'll, that'll stand on that. Yeah. Who was the Steelers receiver who did that? He's just set out the whole year. I can't remember, I can't remember his name. Chris, was, maybe you remember. Was it Mike Wallace? No. No, no, no. God, I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm bogging down. Okay. But yeah, I see what um, you mean. Um, but he, he's that kind of, he, he's that kind of, a, of, a, of a personality. So are, are these cryptic kind of tweets where he's always talking about it? And, you know, if the Cowboys don't come up with something soon as far as playoff success, are we looking at a situation two years from now where it's like Mike is like, you know what, dude, I've given y'all. Yeah. And especially if his guy goes elsewhere. And I know that we talk about Dan Quinn becoming the head coach. That'll help. That may help keep yeah. him here. But if Dan Quinn goes elsewhere and becomes a head coach somewhere else, can we look it up and say in two years, Mike is like, dude, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I've been here for four or five years. You guys aren't serious about winning. Yeah. I've, I've seen other guys go and sign X, Y, and Z players to bolster their teams and do this and do that, and we just aren't on that same page. I'm not wasting away the rest of my prime years here in Dallas. Yeah, I think it's got to be something to think about because he does seem to be giving those signals. And so – but I, I I don't know how they I don't know how they can can fix it. I guess like you said they can manipulate the the salary cap I guess and create room. But I mean just you know they 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 still have to figure out how to sign C D Lamb mm-hmm. and Trevon Diggs. Mm-hmm. I mean and that's even before they get to Micah, who's going to be the highest paid player defensive player in the league. So I don't know how they're going to manage all this. No. Again, like you said, they can manipulate the salary cap, and I, but I, I just wonder if they're sitting up there thinking about this. We have to do something for Micah, or does that even cross their mind? They're like, Man, we're going to do what we do, and Micah can say what he says. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't. Not that kind of talent. No. That, he's the kind of talent that you say, you know, we have to do something. And Micah's going to be. I don't know Micah personally. I mm-hmm. just know him from the outside. But he looks like the kind of guy that gives you that. What was what was the uh, the Tank Lawrence famous quote um, when he was going through? That ain't my problem. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the piece of the pie? You know, Stephen Jones talking about. You know, hey, we gotta have a piece of the pie for everybody. It ain't my problem. <laughs> that's that, right. The the pie is not my problem. Yeah. Like that's your problem. Right. The my concern is what you're gonna pay me. I think Mike is going to be along the lines, you know, because you can always come back and say, well, Mike, if you if, if we take a little bit of less pie, then maybe we can go and get a little bit more pieces. And Michael may sit back and look and say, hey, via Twitter, I've watched for the last four or five years. Yeah. And, and what the pieces that you did have of the pie, you didn't go get other players. That's right. Yeah, you didn't take advantage of when I was on my rookie deal. Right. Yeah. The guy you're talking about was Le'Veon Bell, who sat out the whole season. That's ah, true. Le'Veon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he sat out the whole season. Yeah, that wasn't wise by Le'Veon. I don't no. think he, did he get a deal from that? Yes, he got he a did? deal with the Jets. Oh, but okay. It ended it was, up being the same deal that he should have yeah. taken in the <laughs> year before. So, I, I mean, um, yeah, but again, Micah seemed like the kind of guy that if he decides, yeah, I'm putting my foot down, this is not it for me, 
Like he won't. He won't play. Like I. I think he's one of those guys. I do think he loves ball tremendously, but I do think he's a guy that stands on principle at times. Yeah. Uh, and just go, hey, I'm. Oh, I'm a buck the system, and I'm just going to be tricky. Oh. But these got some big decisions. But these tweets from Micah, man, if you just keep watching them, and, and some fans are like, he's the voice of the people. Like he speaks yeah. for us. He's talking how we want to talk to the for front sure. office. Yeah. He's 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 the one that's going to get Steven and Jerry to change. And 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 I'm sorry to break the news to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just letting you know the pie is gonna get a lot bigger next year with um the, apparently there's a lot of money mm-hmm. yeah, uh, broadcast money yeah, coming in, especially with the new deal they got from uh YouTube TV. Yeah. But again, are you gonna I mean there's you got some other guys in line ahead of him. Are you going to you know, are, even with the money they have now, should they extend Lamb or Diggs or can they? You know, it's just it's such a balancing act and you know it takes some geniuses up there to figure it out. Sure, yeah. I certainly can. No. And again, if if Micah thinks he's going to be the one to get Jerry and Steven to change the stripes mm. on their, yeah, on I mean, who I think they are, D- Diggs would probably be your next guy just because you have the fifth year option with CD. Now, yeah. the thing with that fifth year option with CD, I believe it's like nineteen million a year. Yeah, but if you take the fifth, yeah, but that's 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 going to change too. Because yeah. once, no, once, I understand that. Once you start signing guys like Justin Jefferson and other guys, and those guys start getting their yeah. deals done, Oof. now that number goes up, and you're talking about you know the vaunted twenty plus million dollars that you didn't want to pay to start with is going to be up there mm-hmm. in the twenties for a one year deal. Right. Yeah. Uh, so and yeah, that what you don't pay, I mean, what you don't pay Lamb now, it's price is only going up. Yeah. So. Yesterday's Oof. price is not today's price, mm. and that that money goes against the cap hard because yeah. it's all guaranteed. So, yeah. all right, man, money, 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 money to be made. Free agency goes on. Uh, hopefully, by this time next week, when we come back to join you, we'll have conversations of. Yeah. The Cowboys oh, yes. really making a splash in free agency. We don't know. We'll find out. You'll find out. We'll find out at the same time. And Micah will let us know if he's pleased. <laughs> if he's on board. If he's pleased or he's not pleased about those situations. All right. We just need a thumbs up, thumbs down every time yeah. something happens. Micah, like, you know, yeah. he just goes to Twitter yeah. and he's like, up or one yeah. down. Yeah, we need, we need, we need, we need, or his we hands need up. The, we need to get the know. social team on that one. They just tell you know, Micah thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs down. That's all we need. What man. was that movie? What was that? Was that Gladiators where the guy was? Was sitting out, he's like, Yeah, the emperor, yeah, we needed one of those with the mica face, the mica right. face on it, man. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. For Kurt in the for Kurt, for Chris in the back, for audio jazz, for brother Willie, bro Will, bro William. We appreciate you for Nate on the road, my guy yes, Kurt sir. in studio. I with Unk. With Unk, yes, <laughs> Unk, what up, Unk? With Unk in the passenger side, at least Nate did not leave Unk. In Mississippi on the porch, like That's he does right. me here in Texas. <laughs> I am no, better known as Zaddy in the trailer parks. This was another episode of Hanging with the Boys. We'll see you guys next week. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?